Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is November 21st. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, the weekend, you know, outlook was super promising. Got a, a big Illinois hoops victory over uh, UCLA. I watched a little bit of that on Friday night. Like just a, I mean, can I just be honest about this? Like a, a waste of a, like why, why those two really good teams in November and they're playing at 830 on a Friday night. And like just not a lot of people can watch on ESPN. It. Yeah, and on on you, I just like kind of crazy I, opportunity. There was like a cooking show on, but <laughs> up until like the minute of the tip off, put it on, on ESPN. You, it was crazy. What? My wife like came in the room and, and I turned it on because it said it was supposed to start way earlier. And obviously they had a game before. Yeah. My wife's like, "What are you watching?" Yeah. And I'm like, I, you know, I don't know. Wait for the Illinois game to come up. I know, like, college hoops this time of year is not, like, for... But, like, put it on, like, a Tuesday night when there's no football. Like, it just those, those are interesting, moderately interesting game. Friday night late on a network that, like, just half the people don't even have anymore was was interesting to me. We, we give golf well, programming enough shit. I figured, call something else out. But, yeah, belated. Then then my Illini get hosed at Michigan. Oh, did you, you know, see that pick play? That. Yeah. I saw that. Did, this- I, did I see the pick play? <laughs> yeah, I saw the pick play. Did I see the pass interference they called on Illinois? That they Like, identical play they didn't call on Michigan the drive before that would have given us first down and maybe end the game? Yeah, I saw it all. I didn't see all any right? of it. I just saw we had a soccer, youth soccer. I was in 30 degrees all day yesterday just getting my ass kicked by the, the wind. The best part was it happened, and the announcers just like glazed. They didn't all even mention I saw it. Was it was the, pick. the fix was in. All I saw- Big Ten didn't want Illinois winning the Big Ten West and, and, and raining all over Michigan's All parade. of a sudden, Michigan loses this week. Then they beat Ohio State next week. Then who knows what they're going to do with the Big Ten. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. I, I I brought it up, obviously. I, I just saw it this morning on Twitter, and I couldn't believe it. The pick, the guy just blocks the guy downfield, takes out two guys. Was that the, I assume, the field goal winning sequence on that drive? Yeah, yeah. It, was fourth, it was fourth oh, down. That was the fourth down God. play. I just, that's, I would be up in arms. I, 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 man. You know, you hear about this in certain conferences with like Texas, right? You know, Big 12 refs giving te- uh Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. That's too bad. So then then the Bears lose. Fields kind of hurt. Um, and then the, the line I lose to Virginia. Tight game in, in hoops. Today. And, you yeah. know, start, started out so promising. So Saturday morning, I was like, this might be the greatest sports weekend in, in <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Like honestly, since we went to the final four, like that, like I think that was like where I I landed on would have been if we could have won that that hoops tournament and uh, and this okay. that Michigan game we should have won that game. Yeah, you want to know how about hear about my sports weekend? 
The Browns suck. The Browns are just, uh, they're Browns. We've had worse teams, but I don't know that we've had like just unlikable teams. My kid's soccer team lost every single game he played in this tournament. He played well. We were standing 30 degrees. His flag football team, I guess, lost both games they played. BC was down 37 nothing to Notre Dame at halftime and lost 44 to nothing. So just not a lot of good sports happening. The Cavs play the Miami Heat tonight. I'm just expecting another loss. I think we lost like every game. Either my kids or the teams I care about were involved in this weekend. So not a good sports. Your kids weekend. were what a bad bad losing week. For yeah, the, the soccer too? team. We just okay. the wind just kept pelt. It was 30 degrees. It was so cold. And they lost every single game. But it was a tournament, so you had to keep playing. And uh, yeah, they just kept playing. They, my my kid played great. You know, it, it's we don't get real competitive about soccer, but it, they they play some really competitive teams, but. Anyways, so yeah, don't think we had a single W on any, any team I care about all weekend. But uh, here we are. John Rahm, let's get into the golf here. DP World Tour Championship. We'll just go by order in which they finished here. I did see a little bit of this this morning. John Rahm birdies his first three holes, uh, wins the DP World Tour Championship, wins, I think, a $3 million purse, first place prize. Rory wins the season lawn points race. He's now won the season lawn points race for the FedEx Cup. Uh, the DP World Ra- Tour. Rom won the scepter. And Rob wins the scepter. Rory wins the big, the, like Eiffel Tower type looking thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Rom wins. He birdied the first three holes. I I've read a couple accounts. I watched first uh, the last like hour and a half. It sounded like a snoozer. Huggin Huggin made it sound completely boring. Rom birdied the first three holes, and after that, he just kind of put it in cruise control. It was just cruise control. Um. I'll say that he seemed a little snippy at the end. Ron gets a little pissy when he when detractors, you know, when there's any kind of criticism. And, and I don't think there's been cause for any, really. So he might be right. But he was pissed. He's like, oh, yo, people say this is a bad year. I've won three times on three different continents, you know. And I just won the, the season-ending championship, season-ending tour event. So he was, uh, I don't know, that, that's sort of the, the stratosphere we put him in, right? Where it is probably a disappointing year if you don't, contend at majors or win only once or like he's had a good year look what he won he won he this is a good win this was like a good win you know it's not is it a great win no but he won he won a 60 person field so this this event had some names in it 60 person field he won the mexico open nobody which was an awful field. andrew cattle he won the spanish the what the Andalusia Masters or the one of them? Whichever, I think it was the Spanish Open. One of the Open Spanish, Spanish Open. Yeah. Oh, Spanish Open. Nobody in that field. So yeah, it, it, you know, like if if you're counting wins, it's maybe like a one point five win year, two win year. I I guess I don't understand the boast of winning on different continents. Oh, that's an Ernie. That's I, an know, Ernie I know. I know. I love that. Me it being goes a, back to that's a Gary player. Playbook. I know it's me being a myopic American, but I like. I don't. I, I guess it, it's evidence of being a world player and playing different places, but it's not evidence of good or bad wins either way. But it's just an evidence of traveling. So, congrats to John Rom. Uh, he wins. Rory getting a lot of love. A lot of love here for for being the best player in the world. He says he's um being the diplomat. He's as complete a player as he's ever been. There's still more room to grow, but yes, he's number one in everything. Number one Euro Tour, number one in PGA Tour, FedEx Cup by the that standard, and number one in the OWGR. What do you mean the diplomat? What, did he say something more where he was like, 
No, it's just he's he's uh, number one everywhere. You know, he's getting along in multiple cultures. He's ruling lots of governments. I I don't know what else. What what else could you call? Call how many events do you think he, they should? He should he should sign up for live, but create a rule where he c- keeps his uh, his European tour and just play every week and play in everything and be number one of all of them. How many events do you think he played this year? European tour events he played this year to win their season long race? Four. Okay. I got what you're saying. I, I mean, 10 total, but you're, you're kind of discounting majors. Yeah. You're majors and WGCs, WGCs don't count. Okay. So the players, the four majors don't count. The WGCs don't count. So he played in like three because he played in Wentworth. No, he played five. He played in the Scottish he Open. He played five. That's okay. what I see. So he played the two. Uh, the two Mid-Eastern Dubai. events in this January, so Dubai and Abu Dhabi then. Then he did not play anything until Wentworth. He played he played six. Wentworth, Italian Open, Dunhill, and then this. So he wins it on 10 total events. Ryan Fox played, I think, 24 events. He finishes second. So played the tour. Rory can still somehow win the points race. Obviously, proof positive. You know what's more amazing? Is he played only 10 events. He didn't win one. And he still won the season long race. That's kind of incredible. When Fox played yeah. 24 events, won multiples. Rom, how many How many would you guess Rom played? I got it in front of me. Total. Seven. Total. Nine. Seven. Nine. nine. Outside nine. of the okay. majors and, uh, yeah, outside of the majors, WGC, it was Scottish. So his first event was mid-July. Scottish Open. Wentworth, that Spanish Open we talked about, and then this TP World Tour. So he played four events outside of the majors, and he finished third in the DP Race to Dubai uh, finish, presented by Rolex or whatever it's called. I don't know. I, I mean, nine and ten events when you include, ha- you know, four are majors and one's the match play. That's five of the nine, and it's just. Uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting that they. I'm going to say, and something. he didn't win. Rory didn't win. He was second, fourth, a bunch. But yes, go ahead. How long till like the European tour, like, doesn't have something like this? Where till it's just fully, fully a feeder tour, where these guys aren't like even going like, to like tip their hat for a DP World Tour Championship event like this. Yeah, like it just seems like it's a matter of time. It's like you could in 10 years, is the European tour going to just be the corn fairy tour? I don't think so. I, I don't know. I think it means, I think it means something still to like different cultures and parts of the world and different. It, like Rory doesn't mean any, the corn fairy tour doesn't mean anything to Rory or Rom or probably Justin Rose and people like that or, or Hovland even I think Hovland who like didn't come up on the European tour at all like Rory and Rom didn't either quite frankly but I think that Ryder Cup carrot's gonna maintain it right keep it keep some form of loyalty where these guys show up I think they've kind of I think they've hit their minimum right they're operating as thin away like these guys are showing up nine nine events and four of them are majors and one's a WGC so I don't think it's going to go that direction as far as it's just pure corn fairy tour and they're no longer showing up for Wentworth or deep, but the, the, the Dubai events. But the fact that they don't play any real continental Europe events, like all those, um, 
I, I don't know. I, I don't know where where it, I, this. I think is as thin it's going to be. I think it's not going. I don't think it's going to get worse. You think the alliance is going to kick in? It's going. Well, get I guess Pelly was on TV on uh, Keith Pelly was on TV. It could be Scott's probably Scott's on TV as well. TV. As well, Sunday night here. The dick, 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 dick. Uh, Keith Pelly said um, the benefits of the strategic alliance won't be seen until 2024. And he thinks he's going to elevate what? the national opens. He thinks, I don't know what that means. Like the national, like occasionally Italian open or a French open or a made in Himmerland, the Dutch open. I, I don't know if those are going to become the elevated events on the PGA tour where they're the $20 million purses. I don't know, but like the real benefits of the strategic Alliance won't be seen until 2024. That sounds like, it sounds like a GM like tanking. And like, so like when you're one in 12 and you're like, well, you know, we're like, you know, you can't, you got to give us years. We got to, we're rebuilding years. These are rebuilding years. And so like he gets the new contract or you can't fire me because we're trying to lose. And, and we have a number one draft pick and he takes a year to get better and we're still building. And so like this pump, kick the can to say, this isn't really going to look good for another year. It's interesting, uh, uh, interesting tack. It's kicking the can for sure. Um, and in the meantime, just more and more of your talents flooding to the PGA Tour. And some of it has been poached away from live, some name brands for sure. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a tough spot. I'll say this. Um, this was, <laughs> I saw a lot of touting of the leaderboard of this event over the weekend. Great leaderboard. It it's was a, a great, but they, it's 50, 60 guys. <clears throat> and as long as they get those like, Five to seven name brands like Fitzy and Rom and Hatton and Rory. It's not like a deep field. It's not like a, it's not a particularly strong field. It's small and it's not strong. And so like, I think in, in almost, it's, you know, the champions tour phenomenon. We talk about how Alker just shows up and how is he like T5? Like there's a little, it's kind of ingenious on the European tour. It's hard not to get a pretty strong, uh, some compelling, table set for Sunday like we had at this event, given how small the field is, given how it drops off quite a bit. Um, I thought it was good to see Alex Norman play well, though, too, as I look at this. But you had Fitzy, Fleetwood, Rory, Hatton, and Rom all kind of within the top five to seven most of the weekend. Um, a lot of people are saying that's the core. The first eight guys, first eight guys, they say, are the core for Luke Donald. There's a year to go, but they threw Marunk Rasmus, and then a bunch of the guys I said, Alex Noren included. So that'd be cool to get what about, Marunk in What there. about Campillo? Jorge? He played well. Yeah. He played well. But anyways, it's an ingenious setup. The, what about the Vowel Man? Otago. What is he? Is he a live boy or is he not? Do we know what the... I don't know. He's one of the most confusing guys. <laughs> I think that are sleeping on Pablo Larathabal too. Well, he wanted out. Oh Wasn't he God. the one that went? He's like, I don't want this. I don't like live. I'm, I'm out. He was homesick or something. I don't know. He didn't like it. But anyways, it's an ingenious setup to get a great leaderboard. Like it's like the PGA Tour. I get they only have 30 guys uh, or some of these. But t- like the bottom of the field is also really good. Here it just you kind of fall off a cliff. You have all of Paul Waring, Oliver Becker, well, Antoine Rosner, Mart- Fabrizio Zanotti, Thriston Lawrence. Ta- you want to keep going? You're you're talking. You're you shouldn't disrespect Hurley Long like that. 
Anyway, you're going to get a good leaderboard uh, when Rob and Rory show Do you see up. what happened to the kitty kitty cat on Sunday? No, I know he just got blown. <laughs> oh, he shot 81. I knew he was in like the top 10 at the first. What happened? Did he take like a 10 on one know. hole or something like that? I, I don't the, know. The kitty cat. 80, 68, uh, 69, 72, 81 is quite the trend. I cut on the kitty the website cat. Website sucks, man. What the Europe? Why? Why can't any golf tour have a decent website? Is it like, you know, I'm not gonna talk. I don't think I've got the greatest website over at thefriedegg.com. Don't definitely not saying that ours is like spectacular. But how are You're these not a organizations? How team. do they just not not have good websites? It's just not. Like, how can I just not? Like with the Euro Tour one, I can't just like knock out a card. Like I just can't see a scorecard by clicking on something. <laughs> uh, any other European Tour thoughts? That's it. Rory's as complete as ever. I I, I don't want to talk more about Rory, but uh, 2023 will be fascinating. He's got to win a major. He's just got to win a major. He has to. He just can't. Like it's kind of incredible. Players he doesn't hasn't. count. <laughs> WGCs don't Another count. FedEx Cup. Another world DP World Tour Championship. Another, he's incredible. He's he's the best player in the world. Not really a question right now. So, um, all right, should we do a uh, uh, a read for old friends at Club Champion? Old friends, big coming back. Big week for Club Champion. Why? That's well, Black Friday week. <laughs> it is. I didn't know if there was something else going on. This was like a tenth anniversary, twentieth anniversary, but yes. It is like, it's their best deal of the year. I will get to the nitty gritty of that. I just wanted to alert you. This is what they tell us. This They tell us on the side, like, this isn't part of the promo ad read. They tell us straight up, like, hey, this is like our best deal of the year. If you want to do this, like, we want to promote it. This is as good as it's going to get at Club Champion. They are our old friends. They've, they've kind of been with us all year. Um, this is, if you're going to buy new clubs, if you're going to buy a new club, don't just go in there blindfolded. Just don't go pull it off the rack. This is the way to do it. You get in-depth, custom, data-driven, tour-level fitting process with 50,000 hittable head shaft combos in every store, 60-plus brands. I know that's what we love about it. It's like agnostic. They don't have a deal with you know, so-and-so. They're not bought and paid for by a certain OEM where they're trying to push you out the door with McTwisty Carmen Ultra Stealth Bomber, this, that, or the other. Um, it's like, what did you hit? What felt good? What are you looking for? They have a hundred plus locations internationally. Um, and, and you know, they obviously get you dialed in on the track, man. They have a putt lab technology, everything kind of that you could need to fit you properly. And that's if you're a 15, that's if you're a one, a plus, whatever it is. Um, and this is their best deal of the year. If you go, I think it's 1123. To eleven twenty nine, so you got a couple of days to plot your plot your purchase here. The offer is a hundred dollar full bag fittings with club with a club purchase, so it's a seventy five percent discount. So you're paying a hundred dollars for the fitting process, is seventy five percent discount, or it's a fifty dollar for any other fitting type with a club purchase. So if you wanted like a putter or a driver or irons, 50 bucks. You know, if you don't need the full bag. Now, you do not need to get fit 
1123 to 1129. You need to book during that window, but you can be booked the fitting through the end of January. So you can, you could, I guess, theoretically try to book it and go in next week, but you can book it over the next, you know, through the end of January, next two plus months. Um, you, you know, I I still have to get my fitting done. I'm, I'm tired. You're an idiot. I am an idiot. I'm going to book it. I'm going to book it this week. I'm going to hold myself accountable. So $100 off, $100, I'm sorry, not $100. It's $100 a cost for a full bag fitting with the club purchase. It's a 75% discount or $50 for any other fitting type with a club purchase. It's the best deal. It's a, You get three and a half hours of fitting. I didn't even get mine done in three and a half hours. I got to go back for a hybrid. Think about it. You're hitting in that, that bay with the track man for three and a half hours. hundred bucks. Be more expensive. Go to Top Golf or, <laughs> yeah. or Five Iron yeah. or whatever. You just you think about it that yeah. way, right? It's, it's a good gift option. It's just book it. Here you go. Um, and, and you can. Is this a gift guide option? I, for, I don't know if we have a gift start? guide. I don't know if we have a gift guide. But you go to clubchampion.com. We also have a promo code that's good through the end of the year. If you use the code fried egg. You get 20% off the fitting cost. Well, that's not going to work, actually. You might as well just use use the better one. Don't use promo well, code. Well, if, you, if you're listening to this two weeks and, and you missed the window, you could use that. But the window, again, is the 23rd through the 29th. So book this coming week. You get $100 full club fitting. All right, full bag fitting. All right, RSM Classic. Adam Svensson, the Canadian, the Canuck. Wins the RSM Classic with at uh, 19 under. Goes 64, 62, 64 over the last three rounds. Shots 73, you know, grinding to make the cut. And then goes nuts. Not not to make the cut, but, you know, starting Friday. Goes nuts. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, clips. Callum Terran, Sahith Thagala, and Brian Harmon all by two at what looked like just not super pleasant conditions on Sea Island. Just cold, gray. Uh, could you, have been worse you know, than my you, youth you soccer. You this up. You said what? you said that you're going in the order of finish, and the women finished about 15 Did minutes they? before the men. Yeah, so you screwed this up. But we could talk about this real quick. <sighs> I just I just wanted to. I was going back. Yeah, there. I didn't know what. what I, was wanted, I just wanted to protect us against all, all the right. all the people keeping track at home. I didn't know what was official. Sorry, I just had it in my notes this way. Do you have anything you would like to say about this tournament? Yes, I do. Oh. I do. Uh, um, all right, Joel Damon. I think that this is also. this is a great win because I Svensson. I've been a big Svensson. I know fan you have. He, you get all over about since him. he. Since he burst onto the scene when he he won Q School Corn Ferry Q School when he was like twenty or twenty one I think twenty one, um, and he played D two golf which I always appreciate like non D one golfers right, um, but anyways Svensson was showing some serious four A characteristics, you know yeah he'd been up and never T five this is his first T five I think yeah top five so yeah. He had shown a lot of foray characteristics. Great to see him get get it done here. Um, you know, not the longest hitter, not going to be able to contend everywhere. <laughs> I mean, but like he's he's played really well. He played so well on the Corn Ferry Tour, and he's still only in his late twenties. So, you know, I'm I haven't sold all my stock. Uh, I, I'm still, you know, got some residents at uh, you know, in uh, in the Svenson Village. Yeah, he turned pro when he was uh, 2015. He'd not, you know, obviously played well in the Corn Ferry Tour. 
had not top five on the PGA Tour until right now. I would say like 4A concerns are not a, uh, not alleviated by an RSM Classic win, which is what I just said last week is their classic 4A. 4A guys don't usually win on, on in the bigs, though. This event is like September call-ups season where the guys are it's just these meaningless games between Ash like you know uh, royals and tigers in september 17th when it's all 4a guys you know just these guys trying to slap it around these big league parks anyways here's your rsm classic winners events 12 years old adams fenson talor gooch shreb tyler duncan charles howell the third after he hadn't won in 15 years or something like that austin cook Mackenzie Hughes, Kevin Kisner, Streb again, Chris Kirk, Tommy Ganey, the Solicitor General, who could forget, the Sunday whatever, 62, Ben Crane, and Heath Slocum. That is 4A paradise. I'm sorry. Like, I just don't think you're, like, I'm glad he won. He was very emotional. It takes a lot to win. It's It's an incredible achievement to win on the PGA Tour. Like we said, kind of the opposite of, just the depth of, of beating 155, another 155 guys. So uh, congrats to Adam Svensson. It does look, wasn't he the guy that Tim Tucker came back to caddy for after Tim Tucker was allegedly riding off into the sunset? I, I noticed Tucker was yeah. not on the bag this week. So that, that didn't continue. But um, you made the point, like, Tucker obviously paid well. He doesn't come back for some poofer, right? Like the caddies, no who can actually stripe it. And then Svensson has a little bit of a rep as being a real, real talent. So congrats to him. Any other RSM thoughts you want to add? Are we good? Hammer time. Came back. T5. Sunday. Big, big. Uh, Really great Sunday. Gets the (coughs) exam. Does this carry over to the Sony then? Must. That's a good question. Because you get that top 10 Uh, exemption. uh, That doesn't, that sounds like a, maybe too much. A bridge too far? I don't know. I wonder if it just resets at the new year. It has to. It carries over. It has to. Those are them's the rules. Uh, yeah, Doesn't I guess so. Because it's not a new season or anything. Month, it's still the, yeah, it's still the same season. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a hike. He's got to go out to Wiley. No, it's kind of a bummer, right? What? <laughs> you play really yeah. great. You'd love to just roll into the next week, yeah. but obviously. You know, that's probably why you're in this event is also, though. Right. It's uh, a couple other things. You know, I, I've been I've been hard on James Power. Not hard. Like, it's not like I dislike the guy. the FedEx Cup. You know, I just just say it just doesn't. It's never really battered, really. You know, don't get scared about James Power on Sundays. But, you know, really good end of the year here. Last three events, he won at Butterfield. Then he finished third and fifth. He's play, he played great. I guess I wonder. Granted, he's playing against nobody, but. <laughs> I guess, does he just, is he not have an interest in the Ryder Cup? Like he's a top whatever in the FedEx Cup. Probably he has a pretty good. I think he's still worried about keeping his card. <laughs> I mean, they could maybe use him for the Ryder Cup. Old Seamus. Right? He's, I don't yeah. think he's has any interest there. At least hasn't exhibited much in being a European tour player. So it might be too late even too. He's thirtieth in the world right now. So probably going up too. I'd also be remiss not to mention Taylor Montgomery. 
What um, about him? The guy that got screwed yeah. out of the BGA tour, the Corn Ferry tour, not getting uh, points for the U.S. Open a couple years ago, had to spend an extra year on the Corn Ferry tour inexplicably, had to be down there for no reason. Um, and uh, he he got up this I year. Heard about that? And has played uh, played seven events in the fall. He had one T57. Outside of that, he went third, ninth, 15th, 13th, 10th, 15th. That's a guy that, you know, we needed to see another year on the Corn Ferry Tour because of the arcane, <clears throat> archaic rule. I've heard about this. Um, yeah. Just think about what Jack McGuire would have been. <laughs> what could have been the U.S. Open? <laughs> Probably would have been, had like, you know. Two majors by now. Um, yeah. Instead, he's still on the depths see, like of, McKenzie the, or of the minor Latino league. Latino America. Um, okay. <clears throat> Moving on to the one that finished just before the RSM Classic. Are you going to be? Are you going to be able to get through the next you know five six weeks with no PGA Tour events, official PGA Tour events? Are you ready for a break? Yeah. You know why? Because we got the next five or six weeks of year in review to look forward to. I think that's coming Wednesday. Possibly. Maybe. We'll see when we start that. It might be a Wednesday morning recording. <laughs> we'll see when we... I gotta, I gotta fly. Yeah. I'm traveling as well. We'll see. All right. Uh, on the uh, LPGA, the CME <clears throat> Group Tour Championship, for now, we'll get to the CEO's comments in a while. <laughs> the CME Group Tour Championship, uh, season ender there at Tiburon down in Naples. Lydia Ko wins with the 70-70 weekend after she set a uh, kind of a blazing path early, went 65-66. I believe she was seven clear at that point. Wins by two over Leona McGuire, who shot 63 on Saturday to make it a little closer for Sunday, but couldn't couldn't really close the deal or, or close Lydia out. <clears throat> Lydia Ko, the player of the year, uh, just like a monster season. I saw Justin Ray had a t- tweet about she had a 67.6 scoring average since July 1st. Just basically last, you know, four months gone nuts. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. So she's she's a player of the year, de- deserving CME. The whole Sean Foley thing has been was pretty bizarre recently, but uh, absolutely worthy champion. Uh, felt feels appropriate. I know, you know, there have been different like you know Jin Yunko has the wrist issue that she's kind of been battling since basically this event since last year. Nelly Corda obviously had the blood clot, but. Uh, Lydia has been kind of the most consistent, not necessarily to a Rory standard, but, but kind of in that same stratosphere. Uh, and it's appropriate that she would, uh, I saw she's two points shy of the hall of fame criteria now too, just kind of racking up awards. Seriously. What? Two points shy of the hall of fame. I love just the objective standards. She, she retires tomorrow. She's not a hall of famer. I mean, this is how you avoid Tim Fincham getting in. Is it is this real real like she's got 19 wins? I love that. It's cut and dry. You got to get so many things done. You got to win certain awards, get this that. She won Gamebridge in in January. I mean, just basically never missed a cut and was top 5 all year. So, and won BMW Ladies Championship over in Korea, wins this one. So, third win. Uh kind of kind of indicative of of the breadth of her season basically when you start back in january february and then still doing it in november so amazing season um 
women's golf is really blessed right now with with such unbelievable top tier talent between Lydia Ko, Jin Young Ko, Nelly Korda. You know these the, the three of them. I mean, and really Minji Lee too. Yeah. Um, Taya Tidakul probably coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I I think like Tidakul hasn't had like the big breakout win. But like if you look at Minji Lee, Jin Young Ko, Nelly, and Lydia Ko, like each of them has had stretches of golf that has been like extraordinary and levels at which like. You know, I think Rory's probably getting there. Obviously, he hasn't had the majors, but like Rory's kind of been that for for men's golf this the last half of this year. Um, but you know, women the women have had these like dominant dominant players um, across the board for for the last two years. Really, it's been amazing <clears throat> stretch of golf, and and Lydia Ko is, uh, is kind of the latest of this the stretch. I, you know, it'd be great to see Lydia. Um, win a major here uh but you know she she was in the hunt on in so much stuff and and it, and it seems like she's been winning more lately which has been so good. she's 25 now i think she won this didn't she win it she won this event in 2014 like eight That's years nuts. ago it's kind of it's kind of amazing she, i think she had some quote about uh, you know i won with my glasses that, that photo needs to get updated she's 25 i can't I can't believe that she's not uh, in the hall of uh, qualified. This is Beth Ann Nichols tweet player of the year. This is this year. Vera trophy winner, <clears throat> three LPGA titles, including the finals money, list title 4.364 million. Um, and now only two points shy of the 27, only two points shy of the 27 needed to win the, uh, to get in the LPGA hall of fame. So Rolex player of the year. Can I- Go ahead. Can I get an update? Can I update the black course? Uh, you know they played the gold course. Yeah. And can, I, can I give some? It's a big Sharky week, on, by the uh, way, because the boys at the DP World Tour are playing the Earth course over in uh-huh. Dubai, which Earth. is a shark course. The Earth. So go ahead. What's with the black course? Tip you on. Bad. You know, bad news about he's out. You yeah. Know, the rumors. Bad news flying. That he's lost his his job. Just I live. You're suggesting. But, Not yeah, designing golf course. Good news. But good news for his, his design profile. Yeah. Um, so, I guess like the shuttle, they had to shuttle guys in. It was like you had to ride a cart and like along a path. Like they were, you'd have to park like a mile and a half away, and then they had carts to shuttle. Is you this in players, you fans, or what? The yeah. other course? No, no, this is for golfers. Oh, golfers on the other Tiburon. to play okay. the other course at the Tiburon. Yeah. This is follow up yeah. to my buddy talking about, about hooking drives into the house while the women were playing for yeah. two million. Okay. So he said that there's this shuttle, the, there's a cart shuttle that he had to ride <laughs> from like offsite in. Um, and you could only use one floor of the clubhouse because sure. the, the women I were mean, in the other. Lucky to use Which any. is crazy that you could yeah. even use yeah. any of the clubhouse. Yeah, come like, on. PGA Tour, that's never Oh, no, you're not getting within 75 yards of the clubhouse. So anyways, another follow-up. This is from Tim Krause. Um, Andy, walking with my daughter at the CME tournament in Naples can confirm a four call from public play (laughs) (laughs) on the black course in the direction of the second tee on the tournament course. 
the ball was dead right off the tee and splashed 20 feet away from volunteers. Wind was blowing 20 plus. So balls were coming in. The ball, the black course was causing disruption on the gold course, the tournament course. The weekend hackers were out slicing balls. That's so that's a public course. I wonder what the greens fee is there in Naples. Oh, I think it's something absurd. It's like a hotel. It's it's, it's got to be it's got to be pushing 300 do you imagine like scotty scheffler and rory are at the fedex cup tour championship finale and i know he's like you know there's not an adjacent and they're like on the tee box and some jamoke is shouting four as they're playing for like whatever it is 50 million dollars at coming down the stretch of the tour championship and you got people from other adjacent courses shouting four into the turn, tour championship setup. I love that. I love that people on the ground were hearing f- shouts of four. Great follow-up from Friday's Nugget. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Congrats to Lydia Co. We should get to, uh, while we're on the LPGA, Bethann Nichols had a sort of incendiary interview. You don't hear this a lot more, uh, a lot, uh, that much more often. But CME Group CEO was, quote, exceptionally disappointed with LPGA leadership heading into record payday. That's the quote, uh, the headline in golfweek.com. Beth Ann Nichols talked to Terry Duffy, who's the CEO of CME. Uh, they've been doing this since. The Duff Man. <laughs> they've been doing this since 2011. I believe it was when they titled sponsor this year ending event, then kind of kicked it into being more of a FedEx level with like this race to the CME Globe. Um, uh, the purse is $7 million, which is the largest on the LPGA. That's outside of the majors. Um, last place gets forty grand, according to Beth Ann Nichols. She kind of laid it all out. But when Duffy asked for the house lights to be turned on at an event where CME is like conference, where they host a bunch of kind of clients, VIPs, uh, allegedly former U.S. presidents, secretaries of state, tycoons of various renown go to this dinner. It's a big conference. It's important to this company, CME. Um, they invite a select number of players to attend. So earlier this week when they did this, he asked for the house lights to be turned on so that he could applaud the players in the room. And the only people standing were those serving the tables. <laughs> just, just a cold, effective way to write it. Good, good writing. So, quote, it's an embarrassment to a company of my size and an embarrassment to me personally, said Duffy, two days after the event, saying this, I think, on Thursday or Friday. I am exceptionally disappointed with the leadership of the LPGA. They better get their act together because they're going to lose people like me over stuff like this. Uh, so... He's not happy about this dinner. It was he was personally embarrassed when they turned the lights on and nobody uh, stood up. Um, and I, you know, Beth Ann reached out to it's Molly Marco, Saman, Salmon, Salmon. I never know how to pronounce that. Uh, she's the newish commissioner, about on eighteen months on the job. She was asked for quote from Beth Ann Nichols. There hasn't been any greater support of the LPGA tour. Uh, than CME Group and Terry Duffy. There was a disconnect, and it's my responsibility to make sure that this doesn't happen. So on this particular issue, I'm taking full responsibility as a leader of the organization to make sure that this doesn't happen again, which is a pretty good magnanimous response. 
taking ownership of the situation. I'm not sure it's entirely her fault. Terry Duffy seems to be making it entirely her fault, uh, pointing the finger at the leadership of the LPGA and going quite public with it. I, I don't know that he needed. It seemed like seems like he's disappointed. I, I think that's fair characterization. I think he seems embarrassed. I, I, I think, think he's he, pissed that he had all his the buddies other, there and nobody was none of the players showed up. So I, you know, I think these outbursts usually happen, and I don't know. I don't have any inside information on like anything that preceded this, right? But like usually, these outbursts don't happen because of one single incident. There is something that lead. There are multiple little things that lead into huge outbursts. Um, obviously, he's probably pretty pissed off about about the dinner, right? But my question would be. Has he been let down by like, here's the thing. If you've been like, it seems like, I mean, this guy has bought in yeah, to women's totally. golf. And for t- and, 10 years now. Yes. And he's consistently spent more and more money. And I think like, if you think about, you know, uh, this is not to just like, you know, say make Mike Wands did like a credible, you know, he did an incredible job, but everything you heard was like how great, the LPGA players were and how it was such a big part of Mike Wan's, you know, regime there was pushing like players being engaging players being a part of it and being like giving people access that they like the sponsors, the access they can't get on any other tour in golf, you know, and you know, the players are great on, on the LPGA tour. That's something you notice as a media member when you go to LPGA event is that they are just like, so much friendlier and so much more inviting and welcome. Like, so anyways, my thing with this is like, to me, somebody who's consistently spent money and spent more and more money with women's golf and the LPGA for him to have this outburst over one thing seems kind of crazy to me. And it might be, maybe he is a lunatic, (laughs) but like, I have to, I have to think that there were, there was a series of events that led into this that also frustrated him. This can't be, it, it just doesn't seem like you go to the press if this was a one-time thing after a decade of great, of a great partnership, right? Right. right. Uh, like there had to be other things. And to me, like that's where, you know, the, the letdown. Well, is. well, this is a pretty significant quote at the bottom. I'm concerned about the future of the tour. That's like a pretty dramatic framing right i mean that is that is like i'm concerned about the future of the tour like that's a choice to make when you say that you are making like waves you're choosing to really pump up the drama on this one pump up the stakes i'm concerned about the future of the tour because the leadership needs to work with their players to make sure everybody has a clear understanding of how we grow the game together along with sponsors and others there's no one person no two people who can grow it alone you need everybody uh, I think their village is getting a little fractured. They say it takes a village, and I think their village is getting a little fractured. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like he has other issues, other concerns about what's going on. Are the players not buying in in the way they used to under Mike Wan? Is the leadership not what he likes to see? Or is, is it a bad, is it a couple bad apples? And I say that term like sarcastically. Maybe apples are just, you know, don't take the same engaging approach and maybe they're among the top players in the world. I don't know. Um, 
Is it unfair that the women have to do more of that necessarily? I, I think the PGA Tour guys do as well, um, unless you're like Tiger Woods. But, uh, the, you know, in this article, they've got Karen Stupples and Stacey Lewis. And, and like the older players always will talk about how you got to do all this. Like when my day, we had to go, you know, handshake and kiss babies at the ball and the, the AAA games and all this stuff. Um, I don't know. I just, I, th- there's got to be a balance there on like, I don't know. There's got to be a balance on their time. And I'm not suggesting like they clearly failed at a very important week at a important time. But in this guy coming out saying, I'm concerned about the future of the tour seems like he's very, very, um, yeah. Off put by the whole thing, which is kind of not what you want at your last week of the year with your most important sponsor. So I don't know. Do you think they need to do that? You think women's golfers should have to put in more time with like kind of, kissing up the sponsors Listen, and fans and media and, and having to be engaging. Every business is different. Yeah. And you know, what, you know, what, what they, what the LPGA has to do is different than what the PGA tour has to do. What PGA tour players have to do is different than what NFL players have to do. You know, every business has like differences, right? The coffee shop down the street and Starbucks have different like things that you have they have to do right and that's just the nature of business yeah. right All right so they you know if they you know if this ex- extracts more money and obviously like the big story of the week was how big the payday was right and if if you a few top players have to go to a dinner i mean tuesday and not you- like friday yeah. Yeah. So be it. Like yeah. you got to This is this is stuff. And and I think like the, I think the the where he's disappointed is with the leadership because like, if the players aren't coming, it, I think like, from what I gather is like, when he acknowledged the players and they none of them were there, that's when you got really pissed yeah. off. Yeah. I you mean, know? that's a very like, like out in the open personal embarrassment to him. Like as all these people look around the room and no one stands up. So, so the LPGA, the the administration, I think is to blame here by not telling. You know, more so than the players. The players, if they all told the LPGA they're not co- going, and the LPGA just didn't tell the guy. I think like, you know, the players obviously hung the LPGA out to dry a little bit, but the LPGA really fucked up yeah. by not telling the guy. Yeah. So then he's acknowledging the players. Right. And nobody's or whipping there. their members, you know, into shape. Like getting getting them all on the or same page. Or getting somebody. Yeah, getting them on the same page. Yeah. Like the players that you had aren't going. Like, why don't you go down to the bottom of the sixty players there? Cause yeah. you know, from what I gather is probably a lot of the top players. Like, go get like some people there. Yeah. So it's not nobody. Yeah. Um, I think that does it for this. I, one other thing I saw in news. Tom Watson is having shoulder replacement surgery because he got in a go-kart accident. <laughs> He's go-karting? Who's 73 years old? Who's doing go-karts? Maybe he's doing it with his grandkids or something. I'm just fascinated. He's got to have shoulder replacement surgery. So prayers up for that. I just, That's a bummer. I just, I'm not going to be in the go-kart at 73. I just know that. All right. 
Everyone enjoy your Sunday or Mondays. Uh, we'll be back with you on Wednesday, maybe a year in review. We'll see where we're at when that thing's going to get fired up, but it's coming. It's coming soon. It's coming. All right. Everybody enjoy the start of your short week, at least here in the United States.